Hello, everybody. This is Rich Sports Talk. I'm your host, Nolan Rich, broadcasting on the TuneIn Radio app, SoundCloud, Spreaker, and available for download on iTunes, doing part three of our eight-part NFC, AFC, NFL 2018 preview. Uh, last preview was the NFC North. Getting into the NFC West today, which I think is one of the most interesting divisions in football this year, and I think it has one of the most intriguing stories and teams in this... Oh, shit. Hello, everybody. This is Rich Sports Talk, broadcasting on TuneIn, Spreaker, SoundCloud, and available for downloads on iTunes. Remember to follow and like and subscribe on Rich Sports Talk on Facebook and Twitter. And, of course, you can reach the show, richsportstalk at gmail.com. I'm your host, Nolan Rich. Gang, still in the NFC previews. Going to get to the AFC very soon. Got two more divisions. Going to get the third of our four NFC divisions done today. The NFC West, and this has a team I'm very interested to watch this season for reasons you might not expect. So we're going to dive right into it. The NFC West and first place, the Los Angeles Rams. But at 10-6, and six, now hear me out. I love the Rams in their roster. You can make a case that right now the Eagles and the Rams have the two best rosters, top to bottom, in the NFL. Here's the problem. I think like the Vikings in my last show, they're going to pull back a little bit. It's a harder schedule, first place schedule that they have to play this year. They're not going to play a weaker schedule like they did last year. Now teams have got tape on Jared Goff. They know what to expect. They know what he does well, and they're going to make some adjustments. So there might have to be some adjustments on his part here in year three. Here's the other thing. They have a lot of distractions going on. They have At the time of this show, Aaron Donald still hasn't signed. It's a big holdout. This is the second year, and I think there's going to be a little bit of a possible rift that Sean McVay, and I love him as a head coach, but he's a young coach. He's got a lot of personalities, and it seems like there might be a lift. Listen, he's an offensive coach. This is the second year Donald's holding out, and you look. They gave Brandon Cooks a big contract. They gave Todd Gurley a big contract, and Donald's like, wait a minute, guys. I'm arguably one of the most dominant players in, on, in defense in the NFL. I've waited my turn. I've been here when we were terrible, and I still haven't gotten paid yet. Now, the reports are that deal is getting closer, but that could hang over. And don't forget, they brought in a lot of personalities. Marcus Pierce, who the Chiefs gave up because they didn't love his personality in the locker room. And Dominican Sue, who's now on his third team, and we know that he can be a headache, both in the locker room and on the field. And they also brought in Brandon Cooks. There's going to be a lot of mouths to feed on that offense. And Jared Goff's only a third-year quarterback. He's going to have to distribute the wealth. There's a lot of weapons and a lot of talent, but there's also a lot of personalities. And this is a young head coach, and he did an absolutely great job in year one. But I'm interested to see how all these personalities, especially in a market with media coverage in Los Angeles, if something happens or there's a story in that locker room, it's going to blow up and it's going to be big. And once again, I think that they're going to pull back. I think there's going to be a lot of interesting things this year. Can McVay really get on the same page with the defense? Could there be a little bit of a rift in there? There's a lot of personalities he's got to handle. And the expectations are Super Bowl this season. There's a lot of things going on around the Rams. I think they're so talented, though, in this division and heads and shoulders above the rest. That talent is going to rise. They're going to pull back in the win column slightly, but it's going to be enough to win that division. Now moving on to second place, I have the 49ers at 8-8. Look, Jimmy Garoppolo changed that team. They were one of the worst offenses in the league. He comes in the last five games. They become a top five in yards and points. There's not a coincidence. 
But here's the thing with them. I think that they're a year away from really popping. They're still a young roster. They still got a lot of growing pains to go through. And outside of Marcus Goodwin, they don't have a lot of great weapons on that team. I think they're going to make it interesting. Could they be a dark horse playoff team if things break right? Maybe. But they also have a brutal road schedule. I was looking at this. They're at the Chargers in Los Angeles, at Green Bay, at Minnesota, at Kansas City. That is a brutal road schedule that this team is going to have to go through. And in the first preseason game, they already had six injuries, so they're already battling the injury bug. I think they're a little bit behind. Like I said, I think they're a year away from popping. They're one of these teams. I have a couple of these teams that I think this year is kind of a prepping the ground year, and then next year is going to be really big. Would it shock me if they're competing for a wild card spot late in the season? No, especially Garoppolo continues to play well. I just think they need a couple more weapons, a couple more pieces away from really being a really good competitive team next year. And plus, a brutal road schedule. Have to play the Rams twice. And once again, they're at the Chargers, at Green Bay, at Minnesota, and at Kansas City. It's going to be hard to get a win in any of those games. Those are loaded teams that I think are better than the 49ers. And simply for the road schedule, I think that's really going to deter some of the momentum they're going to have. And it's going to be a hard one. And I think they're going to be more competitive. They're going to be a fascinating and a fun team to watch. But I think they're a year away from really popping. In third place, I have Seattle. And Seattle could be a train wreck waiting to happen. I have another team like this, ironically, in the AFC West. We'll get to that when we get to it. But there's a lot going on in Seattle. You have former players calling off coaches. You have big retirements of stars. Richard Sherman is out of town. Michael Bennett's out of town. And all this former players coming out saying they don't trust Pete since that decision on the one-yard line in the Super Bowl against the Patriots. There's a lot going out there. And here's the thing with Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll is great short-term coach. He's never been a guy who has had a success long-term. And it's ironic because it matches what happened to him at USC. Was far and away the best head coach. Comes into a program when that division is down. Turns him into a perennial contender. And then, like at USC, good young coaches start to come in. Good young quarterbacks. He doesn't have that distance. And he's an emotional guy, and when that emotion runs out, and when that locker room stops buying into that emotion, it could be over. And I think it could end like USC did. I have them at six and ten. And a lot of people are saying, "Well, wait a minute, Seattle's I don't Seattle's not that great of a team. They lost arguably their best tight end. Their running game is a major question mark again. Once again, they didn't address the offensive line, which is one of the worst." in the NFL, and look, Russell Wilson, I think, is going to regress just because of the fact he's going to be running for his life out there, doesn't have a great receiving core, and that defense, they've lost, the heart and soul of that team was the defense, they've lost a lot of big veterans on that team, and I just think that we're going to get to a point where, and this is a locker room that's always been based off of emotion, we saw it last year with the politics, what it did to that team last year, I think they're not going to get off to a great start, and they're not going to buy in on that. I'm not going to say they're going to quit on Pete Carroll, but I think they're going to have a hard time buying into him over the last eight games. And sometimes with the head coach, some guys are good in the short term. Rex Ryan, a Pete Carroll, they're big and they're great in the short term. Emotionally, they're a shot of adrenaline to a program. And then when that adrenaline wears off, it becomes, okay, what can you do for me now? And they don't really have a great answer. So Seattle, I said that LA could be the soap opera of this division. The 49ers could be the upstart. 
This could be the train wreck of the division and could be fascinating to watch this year. And finally, Arizona in fourth, but I have them at 5-11, and 11, possibly 6-10. and 10. And it's very simple. They're going to start Josh Rosen, I think, week one. Possibly if they do let him sit behind Bradford. But I do like their projection. Like San Francisco, I think next year's going to be a big year. David Johnson coming back from that injury, I think he's going to be big for them. Larry Fitzgerald's going to be a nice uh, security blanket for Rosen. It's going to be fun to watch him develop. And I think next year, once again, year two, really good chance to pop for him next year. They're going to need a couple pieces on the offense. Put some more work in that defense. A hard schedule this year. But Arizona, you're going to want to watch them to see what Rosen does. And like I said, I feel like the 49ers are trending upward, Seattle downward. I think the Arizona Cardinals are going to be trending upward. And even if they finish with the same record as Seattle, it's going to be a big thing because you're going to see a team that is projecting the right way in the Cardinals. Who I really like their young quarterback. I really like Rosen. I think it was the perfect fit for him coming into the NFL. He's got a great coaching staff around him they're gonna need a couple pieces i think like san francisco there are a couple pieces that they can get in the offseason the draft and they could be an interesting team they could be a team that could be hovering around 500 next season but once again going through this the rams first place 49ers second place seahawks in third place and the cardinals in fourth place but once again each of these teams is trending a little bit differently i think it's going to be a fascinating division to watch a lot of great storylines so we're going to have to definitely keep tabs on that. So that is my NFC West preview. We're going to get to the NFC South on the next episode of Rich Sports Talk. Thank you so much for joining us here today. Remember, you can like, follow, and subscribe. If we haven't gotten to your team, we're surely getting to that. We have five more divisions to go, ladies and gentlemen. We're not even at the halfway mark. So we got a lot to cover on the program. I'm the one Rich here on Rich Sports. I remember you can follow, like, and subscribe on SoundCloud, TuneIn, Spreaker, and, of course, download on iTunes. Thank you so much for joining us here today. Up next, the NFC South on the next episode of Rich Sports Talk.